This ain't your father's podcast. Oh, wait. Yeah, it is. The Stock Dads are back with their Stocks and Sandals podcast like you've never heard it before. Raw, unedited, and completely uncut. That means more cringy dad jokes, awful puns, and the best damn stock market education you can find. It's time to quit resting your eyes and start working hard instead of hardly working because we all know money doesn't grow on trees. So tuck your t-shirt into your jean shorts, lace up the grass-stained new balances, crack open an ice-cold brewski, and fire up the grill. What's on the menu? Gains, baby. Now, here are your hosts. All right, Stock Dads, welcome to another episode. Uh, Look, as we expected in last week's episode, the rally in the stocks have continued to go higher. Uh, It doesn't get more bullish than finishing Friday at the week's highs, right? Uh, You know, the market has shifted its expectations of a Fed rate hike last week as the CPI data came in below estimates, uh, both on an annual and monthly level. So the low inflation reading was something we anticipated in recent weeks. And now we're back to looking at 50 basis point rate hikes in September. Mm -hmm. And you know what that means? When you get a dovish Fed, you get a bullish market. And I'm psyched. I'm jacked. I'm pumped. I'm ready to start making some trades again. Uh, You know, (laughs) definitely going long. Uh, And speaking of long, we are joined by a long time, a long time, good time. (laughs) Stock dad, stock father. What's up, DJ? How we doing? Doing well. I thought you were going a little different direction with that intro <laughs> for a second. I was, I was about to be really, uh, I don't know, uh, let's say, flattered. Let's <laughs> you will always be PG-13 here, my friend. Yeah, there you always. go. <laughs> I don't know. Very, very <laughs> incorrect and factually, you know, false. But that's okay. You know, we'll take what we can get. So I will never tell anybody else's soul. <laughs> so no, what, yeah. uh, what are we looking at guys i mean l- i mean let's be honest right the the pockets are fat the the cash that we've been sitting on is burning a hole in our pockets right there's some things that i like to go out there and start wetting my beacon matter of fact i did <laughs> uh so my, my biggest thing in the market right now right is a semiconductor place you know there's things that i'm looking like uh looking at like on on semiconductor uh you know very good play on the radar i mean even if you look at the charts uh, looking to uh, break that 71 threshold, that $71 threshold. But I'm actually looking for more of a story, if you will, right? I want more of a story behind my trade here. And what bigger story to get involved in than Intel, who will <laughs> soon have a manufacturing distribution center here in good old America, making America great again and giving American jobs, right? I mean, listen, when uh, the... The Taiwan semiconductors and uh, all those guys over there building chips and shipping them here and having issues with shipping. I mean, we're not going to have that anymore pretty soon. In the next few years, Intel will be the leader of the story of creating jobs and creating uh, semiconductor and chips for us locally here in America. What do you guys think about that? Yeah, I mean, there's there's absolutely nothing wrong with owning Intel. It's a great long-term uh, plan. We always go in this debate within the... Uh, the discord server and there's always this team red versus team blue intel versus amd which one's better who outperforms who uh you know it kind of gets a little gritty sometimes but you know i'm you know personally i'm team red i'm i'm amd all the way uh but intel core 
it's a it's a great long term name. We know it's never going away anytime soon, and now it's got the backing of the federal government. It does pay a good divvy, you know, all around. It's just a, a really good, solid name to have, especially in a long term uh, portfolio. Um, and yeah, you know, it's it's in a downtrend altogether. Um, but you know, if you're dollar cost averaging or uh, uh, selling calls uh, against your shares or anything like that. You, you should be good either way. There's a lot of things that you can do with that. But yeah, all in all, Intel Core, it's, it's a great story. It's a great company. They got, you know, some headwinds, of course, ahead of themselves, you know, with the competition. But all in all, you know, not too shabby. And, and you know, you kind of stole the words right out of my mouth with, you know, paying attention to the semiconductors. And I think they're they're actually at a at a really reasonable uh, spot here and you know even the monthly chart looks pretty interesting and, and it's pretty uh, at an a reasonable entry to get in on so you know I, I definitely like that uh, idea and I'm, I'm with you through and through as far as paying attention to the semiconductors right now for this week and maybe you know further on yeah I like it yeah, yeah I, I, mean, I, was, I was gonna say I love uh, the the I guess discord in our own discord um, you know between even analysts you know where uh, we've got you know, two like consummate professional, you know, investors and, you know, they're like going back and forth and discussing, you know, like, oh, I love Intel as a value investment, you know, and the other guy's much more of a, a growth investor. It's just, a, it's an interesting, you know, uh, dichotomy, obviously, between Intel and, you know, AMD and, and, you know, all those semiconductors. But Intel is definitely probably the most um, polarizing, I guess, name because it's, uh, it's the biggest and you know one of the the most long stand longest standing but it's also one that just doesn't really excite people and their product <laughs> is you know a little maybe lagging behind uh, what it used to so it's it's an interesting uh interesting name to look at one way or the other yep that's right i agree i mean you know intel bouncing off that 35 dollar uh level a couple of times there in in recent weeks uh i mean i got to tell you got to be a strong support level for me and then i think now it, it finished at 36 didn't it yep closed at uh 36 11 yep last week that's, that's a very good very good spot for me so adding shares there you know as far as moving like catalysts for the week right i mean we are kind of you know now that we're done with cpi data and the pendulum starts to swing in the other direction now right it's all about all right are we going to have a soft landing what are the feds going to do you know and <laughs> You know, I think a, a big part of this is is looking at uh, the key housing data for this upcoming week. You know, fortunately for the market, uh, it, it sailed beautifully through the peak earnings season, and we saw a lot of positive guidance for future periods, uh, contrary to most expectations, right? We all thought that the future guidance was going to look dim for 2023, and we saw a lot of companies kind of say, well, you know what? That's not may not be the story of next year. We may actually come out of this a little ahead. And uh, that painted a very good picture for the markets. And we've been going up ever since. You know, and aside from the housing, uh, this week's a little lighter on the data compared to recent weeks in the past. Therefore, uh, the market's headline risk on the economic front is probably a little bit lower than usual. Uh, but there are yeah. a few Fed board governors set to speak. Uh, so we could look for an additional oh. guidance when it comes to taming that beast of inflation right yeah and, they, they and just can't stop fuzz, you mentioned this earlier in our conversations they, they're meeting where are they meeting fuzz <laughs> jackson hole the old jackson hole meeting i mean like 
Really, guys? We couldn't think of another name for this place that you guys are all going to meet up at? You got to meet at some hole? Like, I just don't I just Out don't in Wyoming. We got we to gotta change this thing, like the, the Blue House or something. I, I don't know. We got to figure it out. But the Jackson Hole, the name has to change. It's incredible. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't know who came up with that or, you know, why they picked that one. That, that might be a good, um, you know, history lookup, I guess, to see, see why they, they went with that. Uh, spot in that location but yeah it's, it's a small town uh out in wyoming uh out in the mountains uh you know it looks pretty but uh yeah very interesting choice uh yeah but yeah economic calendar out there this next week is it's pretty tame yeah not yeah. nothing too terribly nothing crazy big. but nothing you know. big at all so now that that we're looking as day traders uh there are a lot of stocks at some very key levels here uh you know a lot of mentions of tesla the way tesla finished uh yesterday or i'm sorry friday was uh looking like it could go either way right it's either going to reject or it's going to gap up so i'm pretty interested to see what tesla does tomorrow morning when the bell opens and you told me this uh before the the, the uh, session started here that futures looked a little flat yeah futures are looking a little stale uh right now so it'll be kind of interesting to see how the overnight session develops uh you know europe doesn't open until 3 a.m eastern so we got a little while until europe opens um you know tomorrow's a european bank holiday um and the asian markets right now are pretty uh pretty steady here the the nikki um which is the japan index is is green right now and, and shanghai just opened up and they are a little red but mainly flat altogether. but uh, all in all, right now, the developments are, are pretty, pretty stale for the most part. And yeah, uh, we are heated. That's for that's for darn sure. Uh, you know, I don't know if you're getting into this, but I would I would love a welcoming uh, pullback. <laughs> oh, yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, I'm looking at the spy on the charts right now. Seems like it it kind of pulled back from that 430. And then, uh, you know, the NASDAQ also pulling from the 13,000. So, you know, I, I think that a pullback is probably warranted here. We'll see how far back it goes. Uh, but I, I think that it'll just be a small opportunity for you to start loading into the stocks that you like. You know, I, I see a comment here by a, a watcher here, John Benoit. He's getting into this a little bit. He goes, I got uh, Intel, but Micron said that the semiconductors are entering uh, weakening demand. And yeah, you know, he's right. But also on the other side of that, John, they are also building a manufacturing facility here in the United States that they were talking about during that same call. So interesting enough, I think that their forward view is probably pretty as strong as Intel's is for 2023 and 2024. Uh, yeah, and so uh, we are going to see another rate hike, another question here that just popped up. Yeah, probably 50 basis points, right? They're probably going to slow down the rate hike train, if you will. And uh, they won't be 75 basis points. It'll be 50. But that's still a dovish position, in my opinion, from the feds when you're thinking about the past few hikes that we've had of 75 basis points. Uh, you know, I, I think that the housing market's going to slow down a little bit, but probably warranted. Uh, you know, I'm one of the suckers that bought at the top of the market just recently. <laughs> so, you know, it's just one of those things. You're like, well, at least I got a good house that I'll be in for the next 25, 30, 40,000 years. So that's cool. <laughs> so yeah, you know, I, I was actually can uh, enjoy. <laughs> yeah, I was super, super close to like just popping my house on the market, you know, just for sale by owner, just to see 
you know, what I could get, but I, I have, you know, I got in like perfect timing, you know, a few years ago, my, you know, my rates at 2.75, I think, or something. Wow. It's like, you know, I, <laughs> I couldn't bring myself to, even if I were to get, you know, you know, 20 above asking or, you know, more than what I thought I could get. I just couldn't bring myself to, to, you know, I guess put that interest rate on the market because <laughs> that's basically what I would be at. Yeah. Oh, five and a quarter. Five yeah. That's rough. I mean, you could yeah. always refinance down the road. Yeah. You can always obviously. refi. Yeah. You if know, it ever goes uh, down, do you think yeah, it's that's, go that's the thing, you know, again? like people are talking about, you know, like, uh, Oh, well it'll come back down and stuff. Well, not necessarily, you know I mean? This could be the new baseline, you know, and it could I mean, only 2006. I don't know if you guys remember, but like 2006, 2008, it was like 6%. And that was like the norm. That's, that I was been in high school at that point. Time. I didn't care at all. Yeah. <laughs> I, I had no idea. And that uh, was before old, the uh, the housing penny. crash. Yeah. Ah, wow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah you're, you're right. Old. I mean, yeah, listen, you know, do you guys know I, I turned 40 December 1st? So it's like a big one for me. Well, um, and uh, yeah, man, my knees hurt when it rains and shit like that. Like, you, <laughs> you know, can, it's just part of that age where yeah. I didn't think would ever happen. You yeah, know, I oh, go yeah. out, I have like one or two beers and I have a headache for like six hours the next day. It's, it's weird, man. Like I can't even go and have like Sunday fun day with the boys watching football without figuring out how I'm gonna feel on Monday morning when I go back to work. <laughs> oh man, yeah, it's all downhill from there, from oh, what I've heard. Wow. You know, it's terrible. Man, you'll have to let us know how it. much it hurts. You know, like the, the next day. If it, I'll uh, let you know it's... when it's about to rain. That's for damn yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah. I'd like to <laughs> trust you more than some of these meteorologists out there. Um, but yeah, no, I, it'll be a. It's gonna be an interesting. You know thing to see if this housing market does come back down to earth you know if those interest rates you know come back and i'm sure that they'll they'll soften at some point you know i don't know maybe not down to where they were um right you know but we'll we'll just have to wait and see i guess it's all timing i mean and, and you know you think about like all these people are like oh it's the best time to sell well that also means it's the worst time to buy so i mean if you're you know if you're trying to get yeah. out of a house you know that means you got to get into another one more than likely so i mean you're probably going to overpay on the other side so it's all right. really six in one hand half dozen the other honestly but yeah and and you know speaking of uh you know guidance right so uh during last earnings season uh, companies within like the energy sector, they raise forward guidance more than the rest of their peers. I don't know if you know this or not, but energy has been taking off uh, recently. And even something that that I was in on uh, last week, one of the plays that I took was um, LNG. Is that right? Yeah, LNG. And LNG is up 8%. And it's just one of those energy plays that I've been watching. And, uh, you know, looking at the energy sector, uh, it's been on fire, right? I mean, it's it's almost like we can't put it out. So energy last week was uh, one of the best performing sectors. And then right before that was consumer discretionary. It's almost like COVID who? Uh, you <laughs> right. know? Uh, so I, I also, I, buy, I started buying stocks into Macy's. Did you guys hear about Macy's, by the way? Guys, let me put this on your radar real quick. Because I know you guys, especially the stock father, I know he loves his long-term stocks. So let me put something on your radar. So Macy's came out and during their earnings report, they said that Toys R Us is going to have a spot in all of their stores in all of the malls. They're bringing and, back Toys uh, R Us? That's a very interesting thing to really take in because that's a play on December's, right? On December's play, right? On December money. So, you know, we see a really good Christmas time this year from the consumers 
Macy's could be in line to get some pretty big cash flow coming in through their Toys R Us sections. Yeah, we also got a, a lot of retail names coming up this week as far as earnings go. We got Walmart. Mm. Uh, let's see. Who else do we got? I know we got Walmart for sure. Home Depot's out there. We got Lowe's, Tarjay. Uh, yeah, Ross, BJ's, mm. Kohl's even. So, I mean, a lot of retail names are coming out. And it, that will be interesting to see how they guide uh, going into you know the the fall and winter uh, here, um, yeah, definitely very interesting because we know that Walmart issued that you know very stark uh, warning just randomly out of the blue like two weeks ago, and it flushed the market a little bit. And then we had Amazon earnings, and Amazon was like, mm, "I don't know what you're talking about, Walmart." <laughs> so there's this interesting <laughs> fight going on. Uh, yeah, Walmart earnings is going to be a, a fascinating one for sure to see what the retail. The big retail is is actually you know thinking what what's going on right now. So right. Well, I can yeah. tell you right now if, uh, if my wife's spending habits are any indicator, uh, Target's going to be just fine. Let's put it that way. <laughs> Target will be just That's fine. <laughs> we just yeah. went there. We went there last night. Um, we were doing a, a yes day or a yes weekend for my kids, right? Because it's their last weekend before going to school. Uh, if you guys are listening recommend and also very much do not recommend at the same time um it was a lot of fun but it was wild um but anyways we went to target because the kids wanted a toy so we were like all right we'll go get one toy we ended up spending 500 bucks on like <laughs> an entire new wardrobe for both children because there were new fall clothes out and i'm like this is exactly exactly the reason why target will always be just fine so my wife uh we're you know forget rsi forget you know macd you know all that stuff like we need to start like a uh a wives of of the stock dads indicator and like just see how target's doing that way monitor I, that I spending bet you that if we next uh, level I would That's bet you level. if we went into uh our discord and talked to the guys that you know targets uh gonna be <laughs> just fine so yeah i mean you know, my mom, we shop. So my mom's biggest thing is Black Friday. And so we go to every store on Black Friday. Uh, we've kind of pulled that back since COVID. And now we like Black Friday internet shop. Like we just sit mm -hmm. in one place and we like get on the line and, yep. oh, we're going to get on Amazon and buy some shit. You know, it's just one of those <laughs> things, man. It's like, you know, COVID has kind of pulled back a lot of it. But I know now that everything's opening back up again. I'm just really interested to see how that plays out this year fighting covid um yeah, yeah you know and, what's also you know so prom brings up a very good point here when's the last time anyone's had an update about anything happening in the ukraine uh you know they they did that uh they hit crimea uh at some point but you know i think uh what was his name president Zelensky said to to quit you know, talking about, you know, what they're doing because it's kind of giving away all their secrets and stuff like that. But I saw that there was some kind of interesting debate on Friday in the Discord uh, about, you know, the whole Russia-Ukraine situation. Uh, but, you know, I think there's also some stuff going on with the nuclear plant uh, going on. The UN wants to get in, but, you know, they're basically turning it into a battlefield from what they're reporting, of course. So, I mean, you know, we got to go with what they say, I guess. But, uh, yeah, I think it's a, a really tricky situation, but the the U.S. government keeps giving them money. So, hmm. and, you know, and obviously, and you know, our hearts are out there for the people out there in Ukraine. You know, it's yeah, got to yeah, be a tough situation to, 
have your country invaded by another country like that. And, you know, our hearts go out to those people out there and we, we wish everybody the, the utmost safety, uh, even though that their war does cause us some turmoil in the markets. That doesn't mean that we're not human either. Right. We've got big hearts and we send big love out there to the Ukraine people. And uh, we, we wish you guys the best. And I, I hope that it does come to an end pretty soon because, you know, not only is it just bad for humanity, but it's killing the markets too. And, you know, it's just all one big thing. And the only reason I know what's happening in the Ukraine is because of what's happening in the markets, but that yeah. shouldn't be a thing either. Right. That shouldn't be like the foundation of what we feel and trying to understand about what's happening out there. But one thing's for sure it will end. And when it does, it'll be celebrated across the world for sure. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I saw something about, um, you know, speaking of Russia, I saw something about, <clears throat> you know, Putin and Kim Jong-un are, you know, planning on teaming up and working together, you know, to, I don't know, just, that's just a scary thought, you know, those two, uh, <laughs> well, they're, 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 cannons, a, uh, they have their yeah. alliances over there. So, I mean, yeah, no, they were talking about expanding. Like I saw something that Putin sent a letter to Kim Jong-un talking about expanding their partnerships and, just crazy stuff, man. But uh, I will say one thing, uh, Zelensky send, send from Dennis Ukraine. Robin out there, man. Dennis Robin <laughs> loves those guys, man. Like, send yeah. Dennis Robin back out there as as a, a, a UN national, man. Like, figure it yeah. out. <laughs> yeah, there you go. That's uh, Dennis Rodman, of all people, you know, helping <laughs> us achieve world peace. Um, I will say one thing about Zelensky, and he's a phenomenal leader, but also, like, during a war, uh, like this, he has time to make some badass videos, like high quality videos. <laughs> like yeah. if you watch his stuff, it's like this dude is like I mean, looking real, real cool. And he's a badass leader. So um, yeah. props to you guys out there. But yeah, for sure. And it's yeah, a and sad time. It's a it's a scary time. And it's, uh, you know, something that it's it's a bigger it's a bigger picture than just, you know, what's going on in the U S market. So, you know, hope that yep. people listening, remember that and, you know, humanize it again, like you said, Penny, for sure. Yep. Yeah. And, and to answer your question there, uh, Perone, uh, they, they did have, uh, they do have some kind of, uh, agreement there where, where they are letting, uh, ships, uh, come out of, uh, Ukraine, uh, with some of their grain and wheat. So that, that definitely helps, alleviate some of the uh the food issues out there uh in the world because we know that that ukraine is pretty much the the breadbasket of the world so yeah yeah good stuff there and i think they're they're working on on more talks like that as well so that that definitely helps and shows that you know maybe you know diplomacy is is not all the way done so yeah big shout out fuzz as we wind down the show tonight Tell me something that you're looking for in the markets first thing in the morning. Like when you wake up, what's the very first indice you're looking at? All right. The the main thing for me is definitely, you know, I'm going to use the SPY as my proxy for pretty much everything. Uh, but as far as everything goes, big tech is on the board. Semiconductors are on the board. But I also really like uh, Lockheed Martin, uh, ticker symbol LMT. Uh, that one is definitely on my radar. It does have a nice little uh, trend line break. Uh, you know, if you're in the technical analysis world, uh, we do have a nice little break there on the uh, weekly chart. So I'm looking for continued prices there. So you're oh shaking boy. your head no. Oh so we Penny's, got some disagreement Penny's here. not loving it. And you know I yeah, work we'll for their see. competitor, right? 
I do. I do. Oh man, you brought this up on purpose because you know yeah. my face was going to turn red. Oh man, <laughs> I'm a pale guy, bro. I'm oh, an XLU. <laughs> you like Lockheed Martin? I like oh. Lockheed Martin. Yeah, and XLU is almost okay. about to break out into all-time highs. Look, man, I like Talk it. I sector. like the trade. You know, if you want to make money off those bastards, I mean, those people. That's fine. <laughs> that's fine. That's cool. Do it. Do it if you want. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, hey, you gotta you keep know, emotions look, out of the market, man. Yeah, can't trade. Right. It. You gotta it's trade hard. like a robot. Right. No emotions. Like, I can't make a position on this. <laughs> Fuck these guys. Uh, so, anyways, uh, Peabody Energy. That's ticker symbol B T U. I'm looking at uh, Peabody Energy for a potential 45% return here. I think that uh, you know, sitting at uh, the 2340 range and trading in that that channel, uh, I'm looking for a breakout here pretty soon. And if the market's open up well and energy keeps being on fire like they have been, uh, we're going to see some big returns on BTU next week. So uh, I'm keeping my eye on the on the energy play. Sweet. Yeah, and we also got a, you know, I, I know we don't talk about crypto a, a whole lot, but, you know, to bring it up a little bit here, you know, uh, let's see, Bitcoin, you know, is still kind of stale, but you know what, I think it does have, an opportunity to kind of shoot towards 29k so i'm definitely going to be paying attention to that which will affect guys like coin mstr uh maybe even some of the smaller guys like hut uh mara riot all, all those guys so I'm, I'm definitely going to be paying attention to see what happens with bitcoin it's been a lagging name out there you know just completely lagging behind all the other markets out there it's just been hot dog water through and through um, I'm waiting for it to, to kind of break through here and push on higher uh, towards 29k. And if we if we get that, then uh, that that could uh, bode pretty well there uh, for some of you uh, crypto guys out there and people who trade uh, the crypto markets uh, all you know, together. I can, I can talk a little bit of crypto too. I mean, Ethereum's been leading the recent crypto rally. Am I? It opinion. has. It's been it's been wild ride for but Ethereum. Remains below a key resistance level. Uh, it needs to be cleared yeah. in order that. Uh, to confirm the end of a bear market for me. I mean, this price zone, you know, between the 2200 and the 2400 and, and, and unless Ethereum closes above there, uh, this could turn out to be a sucker rally, which means <laughs> fake out, which means yeah, they took your good. money and you got suckered into it. Uh, but uh, <laughs> it doesn't uh, appear as though uh, a rounding bottom is actually forming on this, which is a pretty bullish pattern. So uh, short-term support on the 16 to 1700 area, and then Ethereum closes below there. That could spell the end of the relief rally, in my opinion. Yeah. So just be so, cautious of that level. With this merger coming up, do you think that's already priced in? You think they're going to be a big sell-off when it happens? Or you think it's going to pop from it? What do you think? Yeah, man. Listen, I, I think that it's good news for Ethereum. I think it'll probably be bring in new investors. You know, I'm not sure since it's just the beginning of this news on how well that's going to be priced in right now. I think... There's still a lot of fears because when you look at cryptocurrency and you're looking on trading it, the only thing you can really do is trade it by the charts. It's one of the most chartable, chart-reliant thing that's on the market right now. And uh, now that Ethereum has news to follow the bull run here, maybe there's a possibility that you break above it. But until we break above that 2400 I ain't buying. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, I think I it might. Uh, I I don't know. I I think you might see like a an initial little sell off. Um, but I think it does, like you said, bode really well for the longevity of the of the 
um, of the crypto itself and of Ethereum as a whole, I think is just gonna, I think it might eventually outperform Bitcoin. Um, I think, you know, Bitcoin really has a, uh, a strong hold on the market because of it being the OG. Um, but I don't know, I, th I think Ethereum might, might eventually, um, eventually surpass it, but oh, big words. From the big stock father. Hey, that's why they call me the stock father, not the crypto father. So hey, we'll see. There we go. You know? Hey, listen, this brings us to the conclusion of our show. Uh, thank you all for coming out. I hope you guys have a safe drive into work or a safe drive or a safe uh, uh, walk to your trading station, if you will. Being mindful of hitting that like button. Make sure you like it and subscribe. We got a lot more content coming to is you every a, weekend. Sunday, is that a real right sign? Yeah, you like that? I thought that was. A, I thought we put that up on the screen. I was like, "That's pretty cool." <laughs> oh, now you're pointing at it. I'm like, that. "Man, this, this is, is like background. some high-level technology here." I like that. That's awesome. Yeah, guys. Hey, y'all have a good night. We'll talk to you guys soon. We'll see you next Sunday. All Thank right, you guys. guys. And right, check us out. Go to stockdaz.com/slash/plans, and we will, you know, help you on your way if you have any questions. Yes, yeah. sir. Thank you for listening to the Stocks and Sandals podcast. Our fans brought us into this world, and they can take us out by not listening. So if you like the show, you can support us by subscribing for future episodes, leaving us a five-star review, and joining our premium community on Discord at stockdads.com slash plans. You can also follow us at StockDads on all major social media platforms. But most importantly, remember this, it's not a dad bod, it's a father figure. <laughs>